Peace. Peace. Peace and welcome back once again to the DZ and Weezy podcast. This your boy, Big DZ. And it's Weezy, y'all. How is going down, man? Hey, y'all thought we forget? It's Tuesday. You know what that means, man. It's time for a podcast. So we really, we really, 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 really all did ourselves on Saturday. Yeah. Been much. <laughs> we did a little much, you know what I'm saying? I did fun. a little much, said a little much, but it was fun. We asked a special guest. Shout out to my man, Mike, man. His wife, Tiffany, and his best friend, Rich. Rich, and also Jamie, Jamie. which happens to be Good Tiffany's lucky. best friend. So, yeah. hey, man, we love that. We love that participation. And we want y'all to love it, too, man. Um, I was looking on it. It actually got, you know, less views than our normal podcast have. I guess that's probably because we didn't share it on our social media platforms. And I'm going to make it a point to do that sometime this week. So, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on uh, Snapchat and Instagram. I had a... Uh, the live feed on Instagram TV moving forward. So that's going to be a big deal. That's what's up. And I'm also going to put the link on uh, Snapchat. So you can just hit the link and go right to Spotify or Anchor. And that's one of the things I want y'all to look at, too. If y'all got a Spotify account, even if y'all ain't paying for it, even if y'all got the free account, all y'all got to do is hit podcast and search DZ and Weezy. It's popping right up, man. Y'all see the beautiful cover art. That's coming. We got new cover art coming soon. Once again, I'm gonna be back in the lab with the official people this time working on the cover art. I feel like we should have like a picture of us on there. Y'all might not even, somebody might not even know what we look like. Right? How cute we look together. <laughs> but it's going down. Alexa, Alexa, give me 30 minutes, please. 30 minutes, starting now. All right. I so appreciate you. So. Tonight, man, we, we, we got a broad yet simple topic. What are we talking about tonight, Weezy? Hey. Music. Music. Hey. That's what we that's what we own tonight, man. So recently, and I think I talked about this a little excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Recently, I think I talked about this a little bit on the other podcast that uh, we've been doing some music of our own, man. And uh you know, we're not trying to be the next big thing. We're not trying to be uh, J and B out, out the booth right now. But, you know, a lot of what we do with our music is therapeutic. You know, it's really about, you know, allowing the music to flow through us and us flow through the music. And we can kind of link and do things like that. But I ain't going to jump too much into the topic. But uh, why, don't we, why don't we start off? We, are, we got three points like we always do. The first point we want to talk about is music. Why do you like music? Um, I love music. You I, love it? Yeah, even my, my, my kids know that about me, that I love music. Um, but I love it because it, it's hard to answer this without answering the second question. But <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's posed the way it is. That's why um, it's posed the way it is. For me, like, like you were saying, us making music together is therapeutical and like, for me, it's inspiring. It's uplifting, and and I guess it depends on the type of music you listen to. But from like for me, like if if I'm down and out, literally just just picking a song, you know, it could be a song specifically about what I'm going through, or a song to definitely uplift me to kind of put you in a different yeah, put yeah. me in a different zone. So I feel like uh, music is. It's like another portal to your soul, mm. you know, to connect with your soul self, with your higher self is what they call it. Yeah. Um, 
and I just I love it there like I love it there no I get that man and, and, and you know it sounds cliche sometimes when you think about music and everybody music can unite anyone and music can bring people together and things like that it sounds very cliche but it actually it's actually realistic man it actually really is what it is and man when people ask me why do i like music i like music because it transcends our barriers mm. i like music because it's a form of communication in which you don't even have to communicate directly you can communicate through the music i like music because without the lyrics and the pieces and the words that really make a song a song, you can have an instrumental that can still change your vibe. I know me and Weezy, we listened uh, the other day, we listened to some uh, meditation music. It wasn't a word on that motherfucker, but it definitely served its purpose. You know, yeah. it, it, it took us to a different space. So, you know, that's why I love music, man. And whatever genre, you know, sometimes we get so caught up in the genres. I know, uh, you know, Weezy is a big Hanson fan. Y'all remember him? That, all that shit. Y'all remember when y'all was little? I'm trying to act like that. So she loved him ever since that little shit had came out. So one day I came home and she got Hanson Radio on the Pandora. I'm like, who the hell put it? Who, how y'all even get Hanson Radio? I thought they only had one song. You got a whole radio tape. She like, no, nah, they got 87 studio albums. I'm like, what? <laughs> Like, yeah, they been singing since they was kids. They got their own recording studio. Right, right. So they, they doing their thing, you know. So, well, they on record label, yeah. So, um, you know, that's the one thing that I think about, too, though, man, is what, uh, you know, I also like music for what it can do for people, what it has provided for people, mm -hmm. man. You got to think, some of the people that has been really, have been really successful through music have been become millionaires and maybe even billionaires. These folks are from the gutter. Now, I know Drake has a song called Started From The Bottom. Now, he was on Degrassi, the TV show, so I don't know if he started from the bottom. But some of these people really, really started from the bottom, man, and now they got opportunities and things like that that they would never have had in their life if not for what? Music. Right. I feel like music raises your vibrations. And with high vibe, you know, we, um, in, what, in my line of work, in my, in my spare time, you know, we... we we thrive off high vibration. And what that means is like, whatever makes you happy, you know, whatever makes you change your energy, like where your energy is, is high, it's about um, having a positive vibe. You know, you hear a lot of that vibe, 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 vibe. So I feel like music changes my vibration and it raises it. And it, it sometimes it can raise your, raise your consciousness. Like motherfuckers don't even realize that, you know, if you listen to Summer Walker, she's actually waking up people. Like, because she's woke. So it's like, um, she actually waking people up. And, you know, I watch people go through their awakenings and you don't even realize it could have been a song that triggered their awakening. Yeah. You yeah. know? <laughs> I mean, you got to think about how many songs and how many people have made it through really, really tough breakups and emotional endings by listening to songs that kept them from going down really self-destructive paths, you know, just having some music to be able to relate to to keep them on the straight and narrow. I know for myself, you know, me and a lot of my brothers, we talk about, you know, the five percenters of the nation of gods and earths or whatever. Wu-Tang Clan, Wu-Tang Clan in the 90s put more people on the teachings of the five percent than people really teaching the five percent did sometimes, you know what I mean? Just because it was popular and they were speaking the language. Peace God, your God, all this kind of stuff. You know, that that was all through music, man. That was all through music. And, and you got to really appreciate music for what it is and what it, it has done. And, it, you know, even 
you know, when you look at some of the generational pieces of music, you know, I think about how the people who was growing up in the 70s tell us it was people growing up in the 80s and 90s, y'all music ain't shit. People in the music, <laughs> now, we, now we can't get over 90s R&B right. to save our motherfucking life. We tell them, oh, y'all knew R&B ain't shit. Just imagine when our our kids our be telling their kids, no, 2015 R&B, <laughs> 2020 R&B was the shit. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but they gonna be telling their kids that. So just think about that, man. Think about how it's been able to transcend generations and transcend time and transcend everything that comes along with progression. Because at the end of the day, it was Martin Luther King Day yesterday. And to this day, you know, one of the most famous happy birthday songs is the happy birthday song that Stevie made for Stevie Wonder made for happy birthday that happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Hey. See, I want them to sing that on my birthday. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. But you got to think, that, that was made years and years and years ago, mm -hmm. man. And it Martin, still is a popular And it's song. still popping, man. They was playing that shit yesterday in the black communities, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they was. If y'all was, y'all need was. to get all y'all shit. WGC, I probably hooked it up in the shower. You shot. already know Sadtown. You know um, Milwaukee uh, 100.7, D100. They was playing their little joints, too. But uh, it just transcends, man. It really transcends, and, and I want to talk to y'all a little bit, too, about this whole podcast thing we're doing, because when we on here speaking and talking and doing the things we're doing, we're doing it for us. We're doing this therapy for us. We're doing this opportunity to express for us. Individuals that come on here and speak with us, doing it doing as, a, as an opportunity to express themselves, and they utilize it as a therapeutic format as well. So why don't you do that? Take it upon yourself. If anything we say touches you, if anything we say brings questions to you, if anything we say lights you up, make sure you hit us on the email, man, so we can um, talk to y'all. Like I said, we're about to do a whole podcast just dedicated to the emails that we've gotten since we started doing this. We're waiting for a few more to accumulate so that we can populate the whole 30-minute podcast with questions and answers from y'all emails. However, we bringing that. We bringing that smoke because at the end of the day, we not going to let y'all go unaddressed because if it's on your minds, it matters. And if it's on your mind, it matters to us. And just to give you a heads up, the email is DZ, the letter N, Weezy, the number seven at gmail.com. Right, exactly. So we're about 10 minutes in, man. And uh, y'all know we got three pieces to this story. Mm -hmm. So it's time so to next transition. One, the next one. So, babe, so what has music done for you? And I'm sure you're going to have an entire... <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna take up too much time man. I, I really just wanna be honest with y'all and let y'all know that music 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 has gifted me in a lot of ways, man. And I'm not gonna really get into it. I wanna hit a couple major points. Music, when I was younger, gave me the ability to have confidence in myself. Point blank. Because I was a little dark skinned guy. Back then dark skins wasn't in style, light skins was in style when I was little. Couldn't get the best clothes, couldn't have the freshest haircuts and nothing like that. However, what it empowered me to do was sing in church choir and sing around the girls and sing around people that, that, that or rap, too. I could rap and I could sing and do all that. It gave me a certain level of confidence that I might not have had, man. I was a hooper and basketball player and all that kind of shit. Had a lot of other stuff that could have made me popular, but however, music was one of the most formidable ways that I grew my confidence level, and I'm happy for that. You know, it also introduced me to a different level of thinking 
when you realize and understand if you're a part of music, if you write music and you want to be in the musical field, you have to have certain ways to be able to communicate. And through those lines of communication, whether it's rap or singing or whatever, you got to be able to say what you need to say. Mm-hmm. You know, and that allowed me to do that in my regular life, in my musical life and, and so forth. And it also, you know, I'm going to leave this after this, and this is my third point. It also gave me a way to connect with my children. Because my daughter is a vocalist. She can sing very well. And one of the reasons for that is because I worked with her young on how to sing, how to how to vocalize what you're trying to do, how to make it sound a certain way, how to push your your vocal le- levels to the limit so that you can get maximize your singing potential. And, you know, teaching her how to play piano and, Teaching my son how to play guitar, and my son ended up dancing because we was around music and singing and all that kind of stuff so much. So it really gave me a chance to really connect with my kids, you know. And I really, you know, I really don't like the fact that my middle daughter, she can actually probably sing better than my older daughter if she really tried. But I didn't have the time since we grew and things changed and the dynamic changed. I didn't have the time to sit with her and teach her how to play the piano. I didn't have the time to sit with her to teach her how to hit the ooh. ooh. But she can still hit the ooh. I just got to get with her eventually and hit the ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> but that's what music done for me, man. And I'm proud of those activities, man. And it took me all over the states, all over, all places, performing, being on stage. It gave me a chance to really live on my name. You know, a lot of y'all know me as Deezy. A lot of my, y'all know me as my stage name, Showtime. When I'm on that stage... Whether it's singing or rapping or whatever, I'm on the stage, it really is showtime. And music gave me that, man. I got my name for music. That's what's up. As far as, like, what music has done for me, I agree with you on that, um, on the connection piece. Because, uh, like, for me, music, and and it's funny because it's like that for my son, too. You know, he actually mentioned today, Mom... I was telling my principal that I love music because my parents like music, love music. So it's just, it's, it's crazy. Like kids are actually paying attention. So be wise, be, Mark, be mindful be about what, you, yeah. what you're listening to because your kids are uh, watching you. But uh, my mom, my mom, she couldn't, she passed. And that's, that's what I'm talking about in the past tense. But she couldn't hear. She was deaf, completely deaf. But she loved music because she wasn't born deaf. But um, regardless of her being hearing impaired, she was in the choir at her church. She learned how to read lips. She learned the music. She she put her hands on the speaker and she was singing the church songs. And at home, you know, that was kind of always a party. If, if you uh, personally know me, like growing up, we always had a house party. <laughs> and so my mom would, would just put her hands on the speaker and just sing her own song. And, you know, even though it sounded terrible, because, you know, she, she didn't she have it. She didn't hear her song, right? Yeah. So, um, but the the passion behind it, I think, was exceptional. Right. I've, I've seen more passion in my mom than I've seen in people who actually have good voices. And getting paid to do it. Yeah. So, like, I think the passion that my mom carried, regardless of what obstacles she had for music, is what what made me really like music but 
what it had what it had done for me watching her was gave me this tool to communicate with her so like i when i got older i joined joined church and and i joined choirs and i had a chance to kind of travel different places and you know be and a part of with big name people yeah you know? yeah we had a chance to open for benny hen um had a chance to open for ty trivet like all kind of just crazy crazy i, I just have been so blessed um you know, I, I haven't been confident enough to, to do a solo, um, even when it was a time that I was offered a solo, but I was definitely not confident enough to do it. But um, do I regret it? No, you know, because um, now I have this opportunity where, you know, me and DZ, we, we kind of do our own writing, our own songs. And and the passion behind it, to me, is what's more important. Right. And I feel like music has opened up that passion for me. And... Um, and it gave me this this way to connect with the living and and also now with the dead like now because of music i would never feel like my mom's totally gone right 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 so. i mean that's huge man and you know really like we was talking about the passionate piece i look at it even as a way for me to me and her to connect man because you know, she was just always telling me, man, I can't sing. Or I don't want to sing on the thing. I'm like, man, just get on here. I was like, man, I can put so much effects on your voice. <laughs> you just sound like Shaka Khan if you want to. It don't matter. But, um, you know, it really is just about being able to express yourself, man. She's a really profound writer. And I think sometimes people get so caught up in, well, I, I, I wrote 18 poems and I don't know how to say them. Or I, I never get them off this pen and pad. Nobody else will ever see it unless I produce a book from it. Ooh. Take some of the poems. She recently did a poem on one of our joints. She wrote it in five minutes, man. And when people hear it, their eyes light up. When people hear it, they're like, damn, y'all so deep. That's deep. I let my mom hear it the other day, man. And my mom, she really into church music and things like that. She really don't even listen to secular music or R&B or no shit like that unless it's from the 70s, maybe early 80s. However, the expression on her face, the way my mom was looking when she was listening to it, I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's something, that's something. Because my mama always wanted me to really sing, sing. And I was never really into it. And me and my brothers, we was rappers, you know. So we got recorded studio rap albums out. <laughs> she used to come to our rap concerts. But that was a totally different experience for my mama. Because we'd be in there, bitch, this, bitch, what I did, this, I did, that. I got guns, I got gats. So she was proud of us. However, at the same time, it wasn't really her version or her genre of music. So now for me to be able to have some opportunities to link with my girl and, you know, do some things that my mom could really appreciate and, and hold on to, man. You know, one of the first songs I recorded when we started recording down here was a song for her, you know, just about my mom and how she, you know, held me and grew me and made sure the streets didn't get me, so to speak, you know, and she, she looked out for me, man. And I think things like that, when you can sing about stuff like that, that that makes all the difference in the world, you know. And one of the things we was talking about before we actually jumped into the podcast and started talking about, you know, how the podcast was going to look or how the, how the podcast was going to go, I was telling Weezy, I was like, man, you know something? When I was young and I was, like, really starting to get into music and stuff, I had all these inspirational-ass hooks and all these, like, positive, positive things to say in music. Because I love, you know, R&B and sex music and kissing. And I, I love you, I miss you, and why you dump me, bitch music. I love all that. <laughs> Having something to be said about, 
you know, I was listening to Man in the Mirror the other day about Mike. Y'all know Mike, one of my favorite artists, man. Shout out to G.I. Gary Indiana in the building, my hometown. I love you, Michael. Ah! But that, that one, he said, he said, I'm talk, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his way. He said, I don't know who the fuck yeah. else is going to change their way. Right. <laughs> I can't help y'all, but I'm talking to the man in the mirror. You know, I used to ask shit on my shit. I used to, you know, everything will be all right. Even if we have to cry, it'll be all right. It's like, take you to the next level. Like, man, we all go through shit. Sometimes we got to cry. Sometimes we got to fight. It's going to be all right. You know, I had all the inspirational ass lyrics like that. And I just want to sometimes, now, you know, I just be off that shit. Like, I ain't saying I ain't inspired no more. I'm just saying it ain't really songs coming out like that. Like, y'all think ever since... Mike did, man, in the mirror. R. Kelly had, you know, a couple joints. I believe I can fly. I'm the greatest. Then, um, you know, uh, men of, uh, what was the, when all the guys came together to have the group called Men of Vision or whatever, mm-hmm. and those boys to men and um, Ryan Knight and all them, Aaron Hall, they all united on one joint. Bro, that was the last time Cats was doing something like that, man, that I know of. You know, and it's very, you know, not to get into some crazy conspiracy theory crap, but at the end of the day, like what, what I witnessed was for those ones who had very positive music, they're kind of not a part of it anymore. They're not a part of what the direction where music is heading. So maybe maybe people that are in the industry is looking at that like, what do I do with that? Yeah. Like, how, how do I not become... Di- now, how do I not disappear? You yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the answer is... Just do it as a promo song. Do it on a movie soundtrack. Yeah. You know, you, you can't spearhead your album with that. I, I I know what today is. I know where we at. You know, I know what society is. And that kind of leads into our third point that we want to make. You know, however, you know, I know what we I know what we on. But do it like that. That uh, I Am The Greatest was a song on the Muhammad Ali soundtrack with Will mm-hmm. Smith as uh, Muhammad Ali. That, that song. Kelly did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you got it like. Did uh, Michael write that? Yeah, know. Michael Jackson okay. wrote that. Yeah. And he also wrote uh, the Earth song, yeah. and that was on a movie soundtrack. And it yeah. was on his album, too, but it was on a movie soundtrack, too. Was it on uh, Free Willy? Free Willy, yeah, that was okay. the theme song. Yeah. yeah, he was a Michael Jackson fan, yeah, so I yeah. know everything yeah. about Mike, y'all. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so don't, 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 don't shoot yourself in the foot <laughs> mm-hmm. trying to go out there and be just like, I'm just only making positive music with people because I understand that I got a certain reputation or a certain way it can go nowadays. And mm-hmm. I ain't saying all the music now is negative. I'm just saying, like Weezy said, don't make yourself irrelevant by trying to make a, uh, a goddamn world. Uh, anthem you know, president. <laughs> a, a lot of us, you know, we, we sit here to, to heal the world, as, as Mike put it, you know, but unfortunately not, unfortunately in doing that, it contradicts what other people are here to do. So you kind of got to do it small, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> so. Or in a proper lane, in a proper yeah, avenue. exactly, exactly. So. Um, but this last, this last one was like, you know, what what would you like to hear like now? Me personally, man, I would really like to hear how people can take what's happening nowadays and the way things look and and, and sing about it. Mm-hmm. You know, because the thing is, we only get one reference. Mm-hmm. You know, like when we when we hear music, and it's in all. It's in all genres now. It ain't just rap music or just R&B. You know, little white Billie Eilish, she's talking about the same shit. Like, what's she say? She's a sweetheart, but a little bit psycho. And that's like, 
Now, she's trying to bring some things. That's why people like her. Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Billie Ellis. However, I understand why people are. It's addictive, though. Like, I think her voice is very addictive. No, it's repetitive, and it, but she knows what she's doing. Exactly. She's got a team behind her. Yeah. You know, so 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 what you guys, what I would like to hear, I would like to hear people get back to more music. The passion. The passion needs to come well, back. Well, well, yeah. What are people passionate? Think about what you're passionate no, about. No, but that's all I'm about to say. I would like to hear more music about what people really think. Even if the music ain't gonna sell well, so yeah. so how about your good songs? How about your sell well songs? that's mm-hmm. gonna have a million downloads and a, a zillion streams on YouTube. Have those songs, mm-hmm. but give me one song one, one, out of the fifteen mm-hmm. that I could be like, damn, you know, because Drake had did Changed that. My life. Drake yeah. had did that on one of his albums. He did. Um, he did a nice little album. It was a good album, but he had one song on there about you know. His mama, how they used to argue, and then uh, his uncle, how he looked out for him, even though his dad, his dad wasn't around because it was his dad and brother. And the rest of the songs bop. You know, Drake going always bop. Mm-hmm. But that song is called Look What You Done, and it got slept on. He didn't put it out as a single. Motherfuckers didn't really fuck with it. But at least he had that on there for me to like, okay, Drake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, that reminds me of, uh, I don't... I mean, I had I had the Michael Jackson since we talked about Mike. I had the Michael Jackson history history album, album yes. And it's this song called Little Susie on that. Oh, <laughs> I hated that song, but it was oh real God. though. Yes, it was a, it was a true story, and like to me, the fact that Mike felt so passionate to share this story about this little girl that was murdered. And it was like a mystery. And yeah, and they never really found out. Yeah, uh. and j- just the fact that he cared so much to say, I'm not going to forget her. Like, and mm-hmm. I don't want nobody to forget about her. Like, even though we don't know what the fuck happened and why it happened and who would <laughs> well, do Well, I'm going to sing about her because the whole yeah, world will hit like, me because I might, goddamn. So, but the, the passion behind that just, I, it, it just, it, was, it reminded me of like, you know, there's there's good people, and then and then there's people that's really struggling to be good. <laughs> I don't want to say bad people, but people that's struggling to be good. But you know, at the end of the day, it's it's your life. And um, but where I'm going with this is that the fact that he had because little I don't what's crazy is before that album I had never heard of Little Susie before I had bought that album and it was I was like a teenager when I bought it yeah and it was a world renowned story at the time yeah right? yeah. yeah so but um, the the fact that like when I heard it I carried it with me forever like until like I bought this album back when I was in in high school probably even probably like in 8th grade in grammar school somewhere. Hey, y'all noticed she said she bought the album so y'all y'all don't know if a lot of y'all a lot of new folks just live there <laughs> The album and the record and the CD and all that <laughs> shit. She did not download it, goddamn it. She went to the mm-hmm. store and bought it. But. I would buy CDs every, almost every month. Like how my dad, my dad does DVDs. He buy a DVD every single month. Buddy ass still buying movies. No, <laughs> he no, no. he act like Netflix he got, don't exist. He got he a Netflix, got Netflix account. And Hulu. And <laughs> he, he got Amazon and all kinds of shit. He, he still, still buying hard movies. DVD, hard copy DVDs. And uh, what's funny is he, he would say to me, you know, it... You know, when when I die, mm. I want you to have my movies. So that lets me know that's his prize and possession. His that's movies. really good. <laughs> I'm to put the motherfuckers in storage. We ain't got no CD holder, no DVD holder. <laughs> but um, maybe they'll be worth some someday. Maybe hey. they will have to come back for some reason. Maybe but. if he got coolie high, I'm trying to go see. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, you know, and before we get out of here, man, uh, 
you know, what would you like to hear? I would like to hear more movie soundtracks to do well. You know, I would like to hear yeah. more movies because y'all know some of the greatest movies, some of the greatest soundtracks and, and some of the music in our history came off movie soundtracks. You yeah. know, I was just joking about Cooley High, but that, how do I, mm-hmm. that came off Cooley High, you know, and Boys to Men reinvented it in the 90s, however, the original song came off Cooley High. Some of the, um, I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, babe. That's Errol Smith. That's off the Armageddon soundtrack. Yeah. You know, it's it's all kind of movie soundtracks out here. Top Gun soundtrack. One of the most highest rated soundtracks ever in history. All the Star Wars music that's out there. I want to hear more movie soundtracks come yeah. back, man. Yeah, those are like the best. I don't know why. Because know, again, you got a whole movie to inspire the music they do. Yeah. That's why. Because yeah. what was the Color Purple soundtrack? Dumb crazy. Yeah. You know? yeah. Sister Act. Sister, Sister Act, Act two. 1 and 2. Yeah. 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 You know, all them soundtracks. So, Fire Heart Beats. Man. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> it's a house I had that. I actually had that. I and love, I've learned. No, nah, but yeah, I want to see. That's what you asked me what I want to hear. I want to hear because the last, the latest thing we got to that is when my guy Kendrick Lamar took over the Black Panther soundtrack, blockbuster movie, blockbuster Grammy winning soundtrack. Him and SZA and uh, what's the guy name? Not Miguel, but oh, The Weekend and all them joints. He was the he he did that. And the guy, my my guy from the Wu Tang Clan, the RZA. He used to do a lot of musical scores and soundtrack. That's what I want to see come back, man. Because if the movie live on, the soundtrack moves yeah, on. Yeah, that's true. Think and about you know, Grease. Movies, movies Think about Grease ass. Yeah. I actually heard a Grease song today. Exactly. I'm sure you did. <laughs> well, my, my, my gosh, John Tra- so John Travolta, the last movie I saw him in was uh, With Love from Paris. He was a bald-headed action hero. But he was blowing people up and killing everybody. That was the last joke. He was in Broken Arrow. He was in uh, Swordfish as a Bad Guy. The last movie soundtrack he was on, though, he was singing on. Mm-hmm. I had thrills. They're multiplying. Look at that. <laughs> now, if y'all ain't never seen the original Grease movie, go check it out, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. It's, it's, it's iconic. It's pop culture. So uh, go check it out, man. But uh, what's he going to say? But, um, I mean, I would like to hear inspirational music moving, like some high vib- vibrational things that don't have to be gospel. Like, you know, I love, I actually love gospel music. Yeah, but that's the only motivational Exactly, and it should yeah. be like that. Like, oh, gospel true. music should not be the only motivational music. Right, because if you they ain't said- in church like that, if you ain't religious like that, we still need to have some motivation too, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I- like they're forcing us to pick. Like no, it's it's it is what it's it's my life. Like and I and I want to be happy and I want to be happy for whatever decisions that I make. Right. And, and I want to be uplifted. And, and I had I did a song one time, and I'm not religious by any means, but I did a song about taking yourself to the highest place you can take yourself at that mm-hmm. time. And if you keep doing that, you're gonna keep finding a higher place. And it was ain't no problems way up there, ain't no worries, ain't no cares, ain't no joy, no despair. Ain't no problems up there. When you up there, man, when you take yourself to your highest place, bro, you can't come down again. Once you expand your mind and you expand your thought pattern, you expand your thinking, it's very, very hard to come down. There has to be something traumatic to you to bring you back down. Once you up there, you up there. What's you queuing up? But um, what I'm cooking up is I'm about to actually play one of the songs. Really? Uh, yeah. I know we, we both talked about our moms, and you actually wrote Mama, the Mama song. and But... In in your writing, 
it connected me with my mom. I don't, I don't think I even told you that, but I felt like a lot of your lyrics reminded me of my relationship with my mom. And I'm sure other people might feel like that, or maybe somebody needs to be reminded, you know, with me not having, having my mom anymore, maybe this inspired somebody to, to remember their mom, to check on their mom. I know we gonna see um, Deezy's mom once a week. Alexa, stop. But um, before we close out, I do want to uh, give a shout out to your mom. I love okay. her so much. I love you too, mom. But at the same time, I need y'all to remember, don't judge me. This song was made <laughs> in my basement. And I may or may have not been inebriated. And I may have It was not. made with a lot of love. That's all y'all need to know. <laughs> but I ain't even finished writing it, though. We only playing a little bit of it, though. Yeah. But listen up. Girl, they can't hear that. My refrigerator, I'm in the man cave, the refrigerator loud down here. Don't put it that close. It's inside this cave. You know, this song for my mama, man. She did the best she could with us. Hey, shout out to Pops, too, but without my mom. Appreciate y'all listening to us, man. I know we're a little bit late. We've been to go see Fat Boys, Fat Boys. What you gonna do? Hey, man. But even that soundtrack gonna go crazy. Bad Boys for Life, T. Diddy. <laughs> that was 20 years ago he came out with that, but we still rock it. Hey, but that's how we do it down here in the basement, man. We get on the mic, do 100% authentic, uncut. Just like this podcast, uncut. Y'all know, we start the podcast with and we end the podcast with peace first time. I want to thank y'all for watching us again, man. I'm, D- I'm DZ. I'm DZ. And I am going to say peace. Peace, y'all. Peace.